Welcome back to the Extreme ECW Livecast. This week is Hardcore TV episodes 40 and 41 from January 18th and January 25th of 1994. We are now into a new year. I'm Mike Pru, along with JV. JV, what's going on this week? Ah, nothing. It's always nothing. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Nothing. I wake up, go to work. Do shit around the house. <laughs> go to the gym sometimes. Nothing. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those questions where it's like, how? what's going on? It's like, yeah, enough, nothing. We all have nothing that we want to say is yeah. going on. Let's just say, like, how are you doing? Right. How are you doing? Baby, how are you? <laughs> I'm fucking over good. Year, That's how over I am. a year later, we've solved that problem. <laughs> yeah. Me having nothing of value to say. Yeah, that's, that's the reality of things is, yeah. There's nothing fucking going on that I want to share. So, there it is. But what is actually going on is we got a fucking good episode of Extreme ECW Hardcore TV to cover. And that is the first episodes of 1994. JV, we've struggled and made it through 1993. So, this is a fucking celebration right here. Well, that's something to be fucking excited about. Yeah, it is. Because at first, we didn't know if we were going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know how many people have followed along through 1993. (laughs) But we have done it, and we have listeners. And thank you guys, BTT Army out there, for sticking along with us. And you, you post your comments out there on the Patreon, and we're glad that you are. Part of the Patreon, the BTT, Book in the Territory, Patreon, $5 tier. You know, that's an additional tier. That's not the standard tier. So those of you that are paying $5, you're getting this extra ECW content. So thank you for that. But with that said, this episode that we're producing right now is going to be free to the BTT Army Masses. It's going to be put out there for everybody to hear. For the first time, Mike Prue and JV covering ECW in our way that we do it, watch along style. So it's free this week. If you want to join, fucking, if you're a BTT listener, you should be already subscribing at this point to their Patreon. So if you're paying $1, $3, whatever the fuck it is, it's time to bump it up to $5, get some more content, get ECW, get there. WCW, pay-per-views, that Clash of the Champions. It's about time. Join up for that. So we hope uh, we can entice you a little bit. You know, I know I was kind of like fucking join up right now (laughs) or else. But (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, I'm just saying it's a good thing to do. So you're supporting BTT. Hey, a couple more bucks. Get some more content. And... There's been a lot of people out there that want ECW. And, you know, we've been doing this for close to a year. Or almost close to a year at this point, I would say. Yeah. In about three months, we're close. We're we're at a year that we've been doing this. So, 1993 is a rough year. So, maybe people were laying off. But, when you listen to this episode today, it's... It's ECW that you know. It's Sabu. It's Paul Heyman. It's Shane Douglas. It's 
so many of the familiar faces. Sandman, not fucking dressed as a fucking surfer dude anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> you're getting you're getting ECW the way that it is, you know, that you remember. So I think it's about time that you jump on the train and find out what's going on here on early ECW five dollar tier at booking territory patreon.com. So that's the fucking greatest plug I can give. And <laughs> we're gonna give one more plug, and that's JV and I do a bottom line wrestling cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is a Damn, free show. A yeah, we do a <laughs> lot. We do a lot. <laughs> but we do this other show we've been doing for over a year and a half also. And it's covering the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's his career in the WWF. Not him in USWA or WCW. But we do touch on that from time to time. But the show is mainly focused on his his start in late December 1995 into January 96 when he was the ringmaster. And then from there, he gradually becomes Stone Cold. And we cover all that in the first few episodes. And then we just go on from that point. And currently, we are now into his hiatus period when he actually gets hit by a car at Survivor Series 99. And he makes a brief stop returning in April of 2000 to help The Rock regain the WWF Championship. Then this week on the episode that drops today, which would be a Wednesday, he is going to be back. In September of 2000. To find out who the fuck hit him with a car. So that's what we're covering this week on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. And again, that is a free show that JV and I do every week. And we have 63 episodes there on just covering his storyline. But we also have a shit ton of watch-along matches of Austin. We have top five of Austin through 94. 96, 97, 98. So, we got over nine, like 90 episodes basically available. So, check that out on the Bottom Line Wrestling cast. So, again, thank you for all the people that have been listening. And new BTT listeners, thank you for just, like, clicking play on us and giving us a shot. And many of you, you're probably wondering, like, what the fuck's up with the accent? <laughs> yeah. We're from Massachusetts. So this is a little different. You know, BTT is usually southern-based. And we're the opposite. We're the northern-based part of BTT. We're the, the northern wing of BTT, JV and I. Being yeah, from we won the war, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah, won well, the war. Don't stop that shit. <laughs> we're trying to get people to listen to Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. That's uh, funny. Well, and that's the other thing. You know, Tony... You know my buddy Tony, Ronda's <laughs> husband. Yeah, yeah. He's from the south. He always busts my balls about that. It's fun. <laughs> well, the listeners are probably just thinking Tony. Oh, that guy's another fucking northern. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. Oh, you know Tony. From... You know Tony yeah. and Ronda. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. <laughs> he's funny. He's got a he's got a thick accent and everything. So it's funny. The other, just I guess a little off topic, quick, but we went away to New Hampshire. A few weeks back to go uh, jet skiing, and he, uh, I had him talking like we talk, so like talking in a Boston accent. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. I was dying. I was crying. He was making fun of me talking in our accent. <laughs> it was fucking, 
It's so good. You go, ah, you gotta go to Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. And he usually says it like, you're going to Walmart, you know? That <laughs> uh, was good. All right. So thank you guys for, you know, tuning in and check out our show and uh, consider checking us out on the Book in the Territory Patreon feed. You know, we got plenty of episodes already for ECW. We have the 18 previous consecutive episodes covering the weekly TV show, but we also have a few specials of their super cards. Not pay-per-views at the time, but their super cards. We have those separate, also available. And we have one actually coming up in a couple of weeks, which is one of the big ones, and it's actually available to watch on the WWE Network. It's called The Night the Line Was Crossed. So we'll be covering that in a couple of weeks. So if you, if you join us and you pay the $5, you'll also be able to watch along with that in two weeks. Actually, four weeks, rather. This show comes out every two weeks, bi-weekly. So in two weeks, we'll cover the next two episodes of Hardcore TV, and then in four weeks, we'll get the the night the line was crossed. So that's what's coming up. So again, thank you guys. But let's get into what's going on this week. And before we really get to that, we always like to start off with a little recap of what happened on the previous episode. And what happened is the Pitbull, which at this point is going to be called Pitbull number one, but there's no reason to call him Pitbull number one at this point because there's no Pitbull number two. And most <laughs> people realize, you know, they know the team as the Pitbull, so there's Pitbull number one, Pitbull number two. But Pitbull number two is not on the spot yet, so he is just the Pitbull. And he makes his debut. And also, another person who becomes a big star in ECW later, like towards the end of ECW, in 1999 into 2000, is Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome made his debut on the last episode, fucking demolishing a jobber. So, he made his debut there. And we got a feud going on with Shane Douglas and Tommy Dreamer, who is stepping up at this point. So, again, familiar faces. And Terry Funk actually wins the ECW Championship at Holiday Hell, which should be another familiar name for ECW fans. That Holiday Hell goes on to be a big Supercard show for the next few years. And he defeats Sabu to become the ECW Champion. And Shane oh, Douglas. Sabu. Sabu's awesome right now. Right. right. So we all know Sabu, so that's a huge star there. So every single name I've said is a name that you should know from ECW if you're just a novice wrestling fan that is aware of ECW. And then you have Shane Douglas in the last episode wanting a shot at the ECW championship. So that's kind of a recap of what's been going on. But I do want to say that that all happened prior to 1994. So we last left off on December 28th of 1993. Then the following week was going to be is January 4th, and that episode was a year in review. So we're not going to fucking do that. It was basically what happened with Sabu, what happened with Shane Douglas, what happened with Terry Funk, and it would just been a waste. So we're not going to cover that. Go back in our archives, watch those episodes, subscribe to the BTT Patreon $5 tier, and check those episodes out. They're there. Go back and watch that. But we're not going to cover it here. And then the following week, January 11th, 1994, they took a week off. Which makes sense because, you know, we've done it 
other podcasts have done it where it's the holiday season. You take a week off and you, you just pump something out like they did with the, uh, the special year in review. And then they took a week off because they didn't have extra footage. So they took a week off. Now back here, January 18th, which is the first episode we're going to cover. But this January 18th episode is a two-hour episode. So it's a special edition. And that's what it's actually mentioned as on the WWE Network, as a special edition episode. And that's what we're going to cover first. And then we'll cover the, the following week on this episode. So, JV, you ready to get into it? Yes, sorry, and my mic muted there for a second. That's all right, and uh, <coughs> we'll give you guys some some time to get set up. So it's ECW Hardcore TV from January 18th, 1994, and it's going to be a one-hour, 15-minute episode. It's a long one. It's a long one, but there is a great match in it, and that's what takes up the bulk of it. So I think that's why they wanted to give us an extra super long episode here, other than the fact that they skipped the week there. Alright, so, as I usually do on the episodes, I'm going to give you guys a countdown going from 3 down to 1, and when I say play, we'll all click play there. So, let's make sure we're all ready to go. JV, you're all set. Uh, Yes, I am. Alright, 3, 2, 1, play. Alright. Right off the bat. You got music? No, no, no. I said no music right off All the bat. Right, yeah. All right, so we had to present it in the original form. Well, we have Shane Douglas now and Sherry Martell wrapping up Shane Douglas. So let's take a listen to what Shane Douglas has to say. All right, so we couldn't really hear much there, but Sherry is wrapping up Shane Douglas. He wants it a lot tighter. And we're getting some graphics on the screen now saying, psst, hey, you, psst, psst, psst. hey, don't tell anybody. <laughs> this is so in the early 90s. Where are the UCW? This is basically Paul Heyman. <laughs> and we're the best kept secret in wrestling. Oh. Maddie in the house is on the screen right now. There we go. He's got and they're considered to be the usual. best secret in ECW. <laughs> best, best kept secret in wrestling. And this is a new song. This is probably... This is our fourth different entrance opening music, right? Yes. And it's totally different graphics, too. This is... This is all different. Song. Yeah. But I like to see something different. There, There's your favorite closet. It's yeah, the fucking thing. no press allowed <laughs> closet. Hey, but this music that the network is playing... They're going to play this for a while because I've gone into like 1996 episodes and this is the music that starts the show. <laughs> so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Very disappointing. Share good news, Mike. <laughs> and now that we're in 1994, I don't <laughs> have the original episodes of 1994 on DVD. I had 1993. But I don't have 94. So I can't check out what the music was and what was edited out at this point. I'll try to get it soon. But I have all the uh, super cards from 94. 
Unedited. It's a long intro, damn. Yeah, no shit, what the fuck is this? Now you got the picture style. Ooh, woman, baby! <laughs> Oof. We know our BTT listeners out there love some woman. Oh, yeah. JV, you've been on that BTT page a lot <laughs> lately. That's some... Yeah. Some For some reason, it's on my, on my feed a lot now. Yeah. Because, you know... Facebook's algorithm work. Once you start commenting on stuff, it stops popping up more. Right. So I feel like, um, yeah, I'm a little bit more involved there. <laughs> it's just, it's just great. It's, a, it's, it's the kind of wrestling community I like to be in, <laughs> where nobody really gives a shit what your opinion is, as long as it's just like filth. <laughs> I'm all about filth. So like, <laughs> like today, for I'm, instance, that page is right up my alley. Like today, for instance, it was. How black are you if you've watched these movies? Yeah. I saw a lot of those movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw your rating. It was like 34. 34, and, yeah. And I, I was at 21, I think. And then, uh, you know, the king of BTT, Mike Mills, was, you know, he watched every fucking movie. <laughs> Ooh, look. What the fuck? How long is this opening? This is crazy. This is the whole show. Jesus Christ! They Some went of this from stuff we haven't even seen before. Oh, right. Yeah. So a lot of this, this episode must be long. clips from what's not what hasn't been on Encore TV. Most of it we've seen, but I think there was a few clips. Oh, looking at the timestamp, we're at fucking four minutes, eighteen seconds, and the show hasn't started. You got fucking Rock or Rock doing the Cabbage Patch. <laughs> Come on. Alright, we're going to start off with a match soon, I think. Here we go. Alright. ECW. Here we go. Alright, so there's Matty in the house. Not a secret anymore. Hey, that's right. 1994 is a new year for ECW. Yeah, it is. Big year for them. Yeah, big start, big year. Got some momentum picking up into the year from December. December to remember. Yeah. Well, November to remember. November to remember. What was their December show? December to remember. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't have that yet. Not at this point. No, but they had a show, didn't they? The they will have that later. Yeah. Oh, Bloodfest or something? Yeah, Bloodfest is what we covered. Right, right, right. Later in November. All right, so Joey Styles always pumping up the next show, and that's a February show. All right, so we got a match coming up here. Taz. The Tasmaniac, Kevin Sullivan, and Johnny Hotspot, Hot Body. We call him Johnny Baldspot here on the Extreme ECW Live cast. He, we also call him the Bandana Boy because he's trying to cover up his bald spot. And they're with a woman. Now Terry Funk is here to say something. So let's take a listen to Terry. Let's lay out. And it was my father's life. It was my brother's life. And it's the most important thing to me in the world. And I've wrestled for a lot of years. Uh, I'm not a young man like these two fellas are right here next to me. I'm what you call a seasoned veteran. 
Now, I'm not trying to claim to be a Nolan Ryan or anybody like that to my sport, but I have a love for it right here in my heart. And ECW is my last stand because most of all is I'm an individual and I'm an athlete. I always have been. And I believe that I'm as tough of a competitor as anybody in the world today. And I believe the toughest competition is right here in the ECW. And why is the competition so tough? Because you're not dealing with a corporate structure up here. You're not dealing with the WWF with a bunch of individuals and clones running around. What you're dealing with is you're dealing with a bunch of individuals and individual personalities. And tonight I am going up against as tough of an individual as there is in the sport today. I'm talking about Shane Douglas. I've got a lot of respect for him. Because believe me, Shane has proved himself as a wrestler, as a person that will walk in the ring and nobody is going to tell him what to do. And I am the same way. So whenever I go into that match tonight with that ECW championship on the line, it's on the line. And these two fellas right here know that who walks out of that ring is going to have to be the best athlete or the better athlete. And that, I hope, will be me. Wow. What a promo. I, I love these these like fireside chats with Terry Funk. He's so awesome. Yeah, it is. This builds up everything. And he just set up the main event for this show. Now, I don't even give a shit about this match. I want to see Shane Douglas versus Terry Funk for the ECW Championship. But for those just tuning in for the first time, Terry Funk has aligned himself with the Bad Breed, which is Ian and Axel Rotten, who we've dubbed many names, but basically they're the poor man's nasty boys. They're two Brian Nobs. <laughs> Nob Jobbers. Oh, that's a new name I just came up with. Knob the knob job is. I like that. <laughs> that's a great one. They're no more, no, no longer nasty boys light. A great value, <laughs> nasty boys. And I'm All right, so we're in here to a uh, six-man tag. Like we said right before that promo, we got the Bad Company, which many of you guys are probably aware of is uh, Pat Tanaka, Paul Diamond. They're teaming up with. Tommy Dreamer going up against Johnny Hotbody, Kevin Sullivan, and Tasmaniac that most people would know of as Taz. I'm only recapping that shit to people that may be new listeners, being that it's the first time that it's fully available on BTT feed and the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast feed. One thing I didn't mention before is that four weeks ago, on the bottom line wrestling cast feed, we dropped a free episode of the Extreme ECW live cast. Yes, we did. So if you want to go back, check out an episode from October into November of 1993. We covered three episodes of Extreme Hardcore TV. So go back into the bottom line wrestling cast archive and check that episode out too. And goddamn woman is looking hot as a mofo. 
that fucking leather jacket. She reminds me of like a like she's like the fucking badass in Nightmare on Elm Street that wants to fuck up Freddy Krueger. Like you can't fuck with me. Put my leather jacket on. Although in that movie, that girl was a cokehead or something. But that was just the look that I get out of it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The Dream Warriors? Everyone else she's free. I don't remember the cokehead one. She's not a cokehead. She's like a heroin addict or something. Uh, does she die from needles or something? Yes. Freddy Krueger's right. fingers turn into needles. And yeah. I fully believe this. Is that the Legion of Doom or Road Warriors at the time watched that movie and they got their catchphrase from that movie. Because when Freddy kills that girl, he puts his needles into her arms and says, Oh, what a rush. (laughs) Is that before or after? That was before they started saying that. No kidding. Yeah. So they get their gimmick from what, Mad Max? Yeah, they got the gimmick from Mad Max. (laughs) We got What a Rush from fucking Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Warriors. Thanks for tuning in to the Extreme ECW Livecast where you get some fucking info on the Road Warriors. They didn't know. But we got a good match going on here. Paul Diamond just does a nice drop kick to the Tasmaniac. And I always like Paul Diamond. Paul Diamond... We said numerous times, this Kato from the Orient Express, and it's funny how a mask and with <laughs> the mask, the way it's the way it looks, you would think he's actually Asian. <laughs> Just a fucking mask. Oh, yeah, he's Asian. Now, yeah, I don't think I realized he wasn't Asian until this. <laughs> like, oh shit, he's just a fucking white guy with a mullet. Typical '80s guy. Insecure kick. Come on, why did it take so long to hit that insecure kick? And then a fucking oh, nice spot there. Wrestling. But he's not actually tagging in his real partner. <laughs> Tags in Tommy Dreamer instead of your cousin Pat Tanaka. Tommy Dreamer goes for a cover, only gets a two count. Two he counts. Gets hit in the gut. And he's Is down. That a groin shot? It's like a groin shot. Yeah, it looks like it's groin. Right yeah, groin or lower abdomen. Oh, bread basket. Oh, cowboy hat. Two fucks. Yeah, two fucks with cowboy's hat. I think one of them is actually the hat guy. He had he hadn't figured out his hat style yet. <laughs> yeah, it is him. Eventually wear like a straw style hat, but he's got the cowboy hat going on. Where are they right now? Still in like the Philly area? Yeah, or? it's basically always Philly. This is still what would be called the ECW Arena. Also known as Viking Hall at the time. A bingo Hall. Basically a rec center. Be like a. I think it'd be like a youth athlete. Athletic place or something. Don't know exactly. But they would do a show here once a month. Oh, 
Man, imagine to live in the area, though, and you know that there's wrestling yeah. once a month. I mean, we had that opportunity, Fall River, Massachusetts, PAL, but it was like, yeah. it wasn't every month. It was, you know, like every four months. It definitely wasn't every month. No. At least that's not how I remember. Maybe it wasn't. I think it was like every four months. Back in like 93, 94, 95. Right around this time. Yep. And Aldo Montoya, Portuguese man of war, just incredible, was the biggest star in our area during this time. Forever's favorite, forever's favorite superstar. Who would end up becoming a big ECW star just a few years later. After some time in the WWF. As the Portuguese man of war. Which was even more pride because highly Portuguese area in Fall River, Massachusetts. Where we saw PJ Walker. Walker with an ER, not a walker. <laughs> Alright, so Johnny Hotbody is now doing a headlock. I haven't seen a headlock work this way in such a long time. Where he's fucking wrangling him across the ring. <laughs> this is not common anymore. No. How do you work a headlock that long? But Kevin Sullivan gets tagged in, and Kevin Sullivan gets tipped over by Paul Diamond. Headbutt from Sullivan. Sullivan tags out quick because he's already tied because he's like 40. And Taz is back in. Put the young guy in. Taz is only like 25 at this point. <laughs> Get in there, kid. Your time. Yeah, he's a fucking baby. Yep. Paul Diamond hits a nice little clothesline to slow things down here at this point, which is needed. Both guys get a little break and resituate themselves. Pat Tanaka hasn't been in the ring in a while, so I think we should get him tagged in here. And yep, and Pat Tanaka's in here against Taz. Now Sullivan in, bald spot coming to the ring. And Pat Tanaka's cleaning house. Yeah, with some, um, you know, legitimate superstars. Oh! Well, well Taz <laughs> just ring. got a hold of Tanaka. Cover. Two count. And then he lifts him up. He doesn't want to pin him. That's always stupid. I don't want to pin him. I want to beat him up some more. And lose the match. No, yeah. <laughs> Win the match, dude. That's what you're getting paid to do. So we know at this paid. point that they're not going to win this match. Otherwise, it's stupid. All right, JV, let's do a little time check. I'm at, I think I'm ahead of you maybe, but I'm at 1745, 46, 48 now. What do you got? 51, 52. All right, I'm like two seconds ahead. That's close enough. I got Johnny Hotbody elbowing at Tanaka. Did about three elbows. I was tagging in. Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, he just tagged in Kevin Sullivan. So All right, that's pretty into the ring. My video's a little funky right now. I don't know why. Slap to the nuts. There. What the fuck is Sullivan doing? <laughs> doing some little knee shakes. What is that? The icky shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, Joey Styles on commentary just said he was doing hammer time. <laughs> Ain't no fucking hammer time here. What's funny about hammer time is since the commercial just came out recently with Doritos or whatever, I think it's Doritos. Whatever, it's a fucking MC yeah, Hammer commercial. Yeah, I think it was Doritos too. The, lion, the lemon one or something. But yeah, MC Hammer's there with the big pants. And the kids in my class were like making fun of. Like, what is this guy <laughs> with the big pants? Like, they had no idea that it was like anything. How cool like, he was? Yeah, no idea how cool he was. <laughs> I was like, nah, man, that, that guy was so cool, and I was, like, just younger than you guys. Like, oh, my God. Like, ah, that's so stupid. It's like, no, that was cool. And it's funny that they don't think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, kids, different, man. <laughs> they just thought it was, like, a goofy thing. Like, look at that guy. Like, nah, that was a thing. But I did say, hey, watch. And, like, one year, your friends are going to be wearing pants like that. <laughs> what did they say to that? They laughed they at it. No. Uh, you never know. Styles Shut up, Boomer. Back. Shut up, Boomer. <laughs> That's basically what I am to them. I'm as old as their parents. Crazy. All right, Taz is back in the ring. I love seeing Taz with his fucking long hair, his fucking Tarzan shit. I can't wait till Taz gets on the damn mic. It's going to happen later in this year. We got a while. Oh, later in this year? Damn. Yeah. He's going to become Taz, not Tasmaniac. Uh, his style is going to be there, but just not going to have the mic. Oh, here we go. We got this fucking gimmick continuing on where... Kevin Sullivan needs to be calmed down by woman. And at this time, Pat Tanaka is going to cover Johnny Bald's spot and get the which, win. Which, nobody, which nobody's complaining about because we all want to see more women on screen anyway. Yes, so. we want women. But look at those. Yeah, look at those tights. Look at that jacket. Man, damn. She stands the test of time. And I got to re-rank my women of the 90s. I don't think I had her in the top 10. Tad, nice. Nice suplex to Johnny Hotbody. Fuck that guy. You lost the match, you're getting your ass kicked. Oh, <laughs> stomped to the gut. So anyway, what woman was doing to Kevin Sullivan was covering his eyes because he's been going through these instances where he's losing his mind and woman has to try to control him by covering his face so he can calm down. Oh. That's what happened there. They went back in the ring and kicked the shit out of Johnny Baldspot. Poor Johnny. Alright, let's see what Joey Styles has to say as he talks about a special 90-minute episode that we're watching. That the franchise, Shane Douglas, allowed Terry Funk to walk out of that building that evening, calling himself the ECW Heavyweight Champion. I don't like the lights out stuff. Well, part of it's okay. 
They did it two weeks in a row, though. They they did a lights out to like promote that it, it was going to be a lights out match. You know I mean, they had the lights out. Yeah. And they said, "Oh, yeah, next yeah. week we're going to have a lights out match." That's true. So it, it made sense. All right, so we got some shitty music playing now, just too loud, and we're going to get a Shane Douglas recap here. Now, if I had the original episode, I would know what music they played. But I don't. So, what we usually do is play music from the original episodes as, like, our breaks. Which is usually mainstream music from the time period. Right. It's usually mainstream music. So, I picked my own song this week. <laughs> and I picked uh, Jane's Addiction, Ben Caught Stealing, that we'll play during a break. And go stealing once that was five. Yep. I like that song. So we'll play that there. Right? Sorry if I hurt your ears on that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember the guy fucking sticking, um, Perry sticking the fucking, like, cantaloupes <laughs> in his, in the, when he's in the bathroom. That was a great video. That was probably the first video I've seen of somebody, like, being a fucking criminal. Like, wow, that guy's a piece of shit. I knew that. I was like a fucking seven-year-old. What a creep. <laughs> Character checking people. <laughs> oh, fuck. We got Paul E. in the ring with what people will know as 911, who at this point is Sabu's handler, who comes out with Sabu all the time. We've been saying it for weeks that this is 911, but he's not even known as that yet. And this guy's fucking six eight, giant man here, and he's Look gonna up. do his first match here. Ho! Oh, chokeslam! Boom! <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Holy fuck! That was Chad Austin, by the way. He puts his foot down. One, two, three. Boom! So much disrespect. And there it is. 911 gets his first victory. Not even going by the name of 911 yet. Still Sabu's handler. <coughs> Still cool to see. But trending there. Yep. Once again, just respect to Joey Styles for doing this shit solo. Fuck Joey Styles, that man. So underappreciated. I mean, I'll, ECW fans will love him, but not appreciated across the board. Hey, so this is 1994, and we're just at the very beginning of it. The Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which by 94, which is, I guess, still decent. Still, there's still magazines being published. But in 1994, 911 was the rookie of the year. Wow, rookie of the year. 911 for who? PWI? Yeah. Second runner-up, well, the first runner-up rather was Bob Holly. Ah, nice. I like Bob Holly. And then third was Mick. Mikey Whippet. 
Nine one one. Give the year. Oh, here we have Jason being interviewed by Maddie in the house. Looks like he's with Angel. Uh, I don't know what Angel with Angel looks like anymore, but that looks like her. I think it's Angel. Knock, knock y'all. <laughs> Show him. <laughs> cool. Cool. Oh. And here comes the pit bull with Jason. Look at that chain around his neck. Almost as beautiful as my suit. Yeah, so fucking Jason, if you're just tuning in for the first time, annoying motherfucker. Yep. Again, he'll heat. And we're looking at a match between the Pipple and Sandman, but Jason has his dulcet tones laying over this match. That sounds creepy. <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah, what the fuck? He's like mumbling too. Yeah, right, and you barely get the audio. Oh man, this is horrible. Alright, we gotta call this match on our own. But they're cutting yeah. it so, mo so much that we can't even really call it. Alright. Pitbull looks Ooh, great kick. though. It's a yeah, big nice, kick. Nice kick by Pitbull. This guy looks like an athlete. Sandman's back in his surfing gear, which I fucking said at the beginning of the show he wasn't wearing anymore. Shame on me. He said, psych, I'm going to wear it today. Yeah, psych! Alright, so we, we got a nice shot of the ECW Arena's air conditioning system blow the... CW <laughs> sign around. <laughs> what a fucking shit show. But hey, that's what was gritty and cool about it. It's true. That's what I liked about yeah. it. Something about the trashiness of it makes you attracted to it. Well, Jason was, Jason was trying to push Sandman off top rope, but he couldn't. His peaches, who's looking nice and classy now, stops Jason. And Sandman jumps off the rope to try to protect this woman. He's wearing, like, cowboy boots. And back to my point of trashiness, it's like sometimes you see a chick, and she's trashy, but it's, like, trashy enough where she's attractive. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but that's such a thing. That's right. No, a, a trashy woman is something that a woman thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And only when you're confronted by another woman would you say, oh, she's trashy. <laughs> because other than that, you'd just be like, yeah, uh, yeah, bang that chick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trashy. But if we're like, oh, is she so trashy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking skank. <laughs> but you know, in your head, you're like, yeah, man, I can fuck that. Oh, yeah. Alright, so we're back with Jason and Maddie in the house. And Pitbull's gonna have another match. Jason is in the corner. With this is gonna be. That's Tommy Cairo, right? Um. Yeah, that's Tommy Cairo. That is? Yeah, but Tommy Cairo was the babyface last time we saw him. 
He doesn't look as jacked. Oh, no. no? Actually, no. I don't. There was two twins. Or two brothers a couple weeks back. Remember that had the same shitty tights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of them. This is one of them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, it is Tommy Cairo. <laughs> oh, wow. It's Tommy Cairo. <laughs> it's Tommy Cairo. <laughs> Looks he a little softer. Hit the fucking suplex. Oh, oh and Jason comes off with a shitty fucking elbow drop or forearm drop on the Cairo. And then the pit bull is gonna land the power bomb, which looked like shit. Looked like Cairo took it well though. Neck. The way he sold it when he hit the ground, he did hit the mat. Now Tommy Cairo's professional. Yeah. Of all these guys that are there, he's one of the professionals. He's one of the first ones that we were introduced to. Yeah. He's definitely an athlete. That's the thing. You can tell which guys are like athletes and which are just kind of... I am impressed by Pitbull, though. I like That's Pitbull. what I'm saying. Pitbull looks legit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, their commentary team is not doing a good job. But basically right oh, now, Pitbull's yeah. still, still beating the shit out of Cairo. And since yeah, this isn't Joey Styles on commentary. Jason is helping him. No, it's my, Maddie in the house. Yeah, Maddie, did I say AJ Styles? My bad. No, yeah, just yeah. Let's say Maddie in the house. Maddie in justice. Oh, hey, Never talk shit about hey, about Joey Styles. <laughs> no, uh, we can talk shit about him one day. I'm sure, he's gonna fuck up. <laughs> oh, nice kick though. Yeah, the Rockin' Rebels in the ring helping out. The Rockin' Dickhead. Oh, here we go. Sandman's Sandman. in the help a little. Long-standing feud with the Rock and Rebels. like that. You don't see any of the comeback. <laughs> Do you think Jason fucked Angel? <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah, probably. Coke was still pretty, pretty rampant and pretty hot in 94. That's <laughs> just what everybody did. She didn't know what Everyone to say. except my parents, right? Everything except your parents and your grandparents was doing Coke in the 90s. Look <laughs> how thin his hair actually is, though. Yeah, it's all that hair. It's all thin. Thin. He sucks. You got more, Jason? What the fuck? His suits are pretty cool, though. Yeah. Give that to him. Yeah, I give it to him, too. He's got the style that drives the girls wild. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rock and rebel. Rock and melt mullet here. You know, for your, your first time BTT listeners, you guys for a long time have talked about mullets back in the 80s covering NWA World Championship Wrestling. You got to check out some fine mullets here in ECW from 93 into here 94. This has been a shit ton. It's just mullet city. Non-stop mullets. I'm so glad that when Shane Douglas comes in, he fucking cuts his mullet off. <laughs> like, I'm going to distinguish myself amongst these fuckheads yeah. and look like a man. Soon nobody will have mullets. That's true. Even Sandman right here getting beat the fuck up by Mr. Hughes. It's funny that a, a, shit mullet. mullet's, a mullet's like a gag haircut now. You get it to like fuck around as a joke. <laughs> yeah, man. I got a fucking mullet. It's almost like getting a mustache today, too. Yeah, it is. Mustache. Hey, when I had my mustache a few months ago, I loved it. I love them, though. 
Fucking, I look in the mirror, I'd laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't grow a mustache because every time I do, I look like my dad. I'm like, I can't fucking do it. Like, <laughs> oh, I loved it. I might, I might let it grow again. <laughs> no, your fucking mustache look good. <laughs> it's funny. It's just funny to me every time I look in the mirror. Jess hated it. My just girlfriend fits. hated it. Oh, girls don't want to be kissed with a fucking mustache. Yeah, yeah. But they want other shit with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we ain't getting none. At least I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not married with kids or anything, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck. <laughs> no, no, it's the truth, though. It all ends. <laughs> Everyone tells me. <laughs> Alright, so Maddie in the house is now interviewing. How long? What the fuck? I didn't know we were going to be watching Jason with Maddie in the house for a fucking hour. ECW Hardcore TV. It's like the hardcore. Jason biopic. They must have had big... I don't even want to listen to what he's saying right now, but they must have had big plans for this guy. And they just didn't pan out. He was around for quite a while, though. They need managers. <laughs> And Paul Heyman liked, I guess he liked the style of having managers, so. I like managers done correctly. I do, too. I think there should be wrestlers for heels. Yeah, I don't think enough faces have managers. Oh, I don't think faces really need them. But they were all valets, I should say. Yeah. Alright, finally something good. Cherry and Chain. And here we go. I think this is this is it. I think this is what we're watching for this point on. This match. It's the ECW championship match. Sherry. Okay. With Shane Douglas going for the championship against Terry Funk. Here we go. Let's watch this match. It's like burn it for about 40 minutes. All right, we've got a good commentary. Also, Heyman's on commentary, yeah. Heyman and Joey Styles. Shane Douglas gives a little kiss to Sherry. All right, nice lockup. Got a real wrestling match going on here. But Jim John Finnegan, the referee. John Finnegan or Jim Molino? Which one is it? I think it's John Finnegan. John Finnegan. We start with a. Headlock down on the mat. Yeah, Terry on Funk. the mat. And Douglas breaks it by getting breaks out of the it. ring. Gets under the ropes. Nice solid ring. wrestling match. Sharing up a little. Sherry's going to rub his back. Yep, and she got her titties out, so she's putting <laughs> him right in Shane's face. <laughs> she is so awesome. Giving him a little testosterone boost. Yep. Like, all right, baby, come on. Here's some titties. Get back in that ring. Do your job. <laughs> it makes you feel like a man more than getting titties in your face. Nah, I love that. 
Ah, Terry Funk as champ. The franchise, there it is. It's a fucking great nickname to have. Awesome. And at this point, they're NWA, not really ECW. It's more NWA. ECW is part of NWA. Which will be not for long. About half a year. Things will change. As most ECW fans know. But here we are covering the history of Extreme Eastern Championship Wrestling. And I'm, I'm happy that we're actually watching this shit. I look forward to this every two weeks watching these shows. Because I wouldn't watch it otherwise. No, no I hear you. Definitely. Just like no. most people wouldn't otherwise watch it unless there was a podcast that covers it. Right, yep. You know, there's a, a lot of wrestling that that's available, but I often like to watch it when somebody else has watched it and talks about it, and I can listen and watch. It's much more fun that way. You get somebody else's opinion while you're watching. Yeah. Like right now, they're just kind of exchanging grapples, yeah. grapples, headlocks, you know, low level, low level holds, wear the opponent down. Heyman was just talking about you know the different sixty minute matches and how you know veteran Terry Funk is with the stamina to kind of. So is this this must be a long time limit match then? Yeah, probably sixty minute match. Championship. Yeah, Terry Funk just tossed him out of the ring and Shane Douglas got right back in. Because he didn't want to get counted out. So that's how important this match is. He's not going to take a breather. He needs to get right back in. He gets put right back into a headlock. He tries to get out and then gets tossed right back into the headlock. And he tries to toss him out again. Terry Funk does toss him out, but then he gets out around ringside, pushes Cherry um, away, and he's got a fucking headlock on the outside of the ring now. Let's give everybody a timestamp. I'm at 41, 18, 19. Oh, we're dead on now. Perfect. He just gave him a little headlock hip toss onto the floor. Cherry's tapping on Terry Funk. And smacking him. Oh, don't fuck with Terry Funk. She'll smack your ass. And the referee's not even paying attention, so don't worry He's about not. that match in there. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you didn't see that. Yeah. Joey Styles is just saying, this match is about to end. Oh, so what's going on here? Some trickery. Oh, the referee said it was a count out? It was bullshit. It wasn't fucking 10 yeah, seconds. Was stupid. 
Terry Funk wants the match to continue. That was no damn count out bullshit. Alright, the title match is gonna continue after this. Alright, so here it is. Coverage continues after a commercial break. And at this point, this would be the end of a regular episode. So the match is going to continue on for almost the length of a full episode. <laughs> Shane Douglas on the top rope. The forearm down to Terry Funk. Continue the fight outside the ring. Fuck no. Smash into the gun rail. You know Terry Funk takes these hard. Yeah. Looks like he's trying to bring the match back in the ring here. Shane Douglas following suit. Is Terry going to counter here? Nope. Big punch from Shane Douglas. Kind of thought maybe Terry would hit him as he was coming in the ring. Kind of changed momentum. All right. But Terry took me to think too much of a B in there on the outside. Back to headlocks here. And a lot kind of, of damn very, very slow-paced match, yeah. Well, they probably knew how long they had to go. Yep. I'm sure this match is going to heat up. I'm surprised these guys are going to go so long. Oh, Sherry's been hanging out with Jake the Snake Roberts. Getting some Damien. Oh, get the snake. Jake's talking shit to the ref. Yeah, we got some. It's like a plain, pretty clean hold. Here. <laughs> Almost a pin. Yeah, well, yeah I Terry think Funk's reversing it. There. Not quite a pretzel, as Joey Styles just said, but. Nice twist there, and now we're back into the corner. Some shots to the gut from Shane Terry, and. Whip right into the corner, slamming his shoulder. And then Shane Douglas just takes it. Did you just say a takedown will be two points? What the fuck's he talking about? Talking about amateur wrestling. Uh, if this were amateur wrestling, that'd be two points for a takedown. Which means nothing. <laughs> yeah, it means nothing, yeah. It's like watching a baseball game. Like, oh, if this was uh, softball, that foul ball, he would have struck out there. Yeah. All right, Terry Funk just fell out of the ring, and Shane Douglas is staggering. He's going to take a breather, too. Might as well. But why would you take a breather and go after your opponent? <laughs> yeah. Take a break. A it was all he needed. Take a 10 second break and then roll back in the ring. <laughs> or a 9 second break, rather. And Terry Funk is all over that guardrail. Again, shoulder first. 
Hey, you think if the referee counts them both out again, that Terry Funk is going to beg for the match to continue? I think Funk will do anything to survive now. He needs to enter Oh, Sherry getting involved. Sherry fucking slamming down Terry that, Funk's arm. That bitch. Ah, damn, biatch. No. Oh. Terry Funk's attention is still on Sherry as he's getting pulled into the <laughs> ring by Shane Douglas. <laughs> Shane Douglas wrenching the arm, sitting on the arm, pulling still. Joey Styles already talking about going 60 minutes in this match. So. Yeah, I'm not impressed with the match thus far. It's not not my style of match. Well, so I'm kind of hoping this picks up. There's still a lot of time left, so. Right, there's a lot of time, but if they're planning on going 60 minutes, then this is kind of standard. The pace they have to go, yeah. Again, this is a special edition episode of ECW Hardcore TV. Because they were off last week, so they wanted to present a two-hour episode. So they figured show a, uh, a big match, a length match at that. And at this point, what better guys to have in the ring than Terry Funk and Jane Douglas? Yeah, seriously. With where the roster's at at this point. Right. Oh, yeah, well, anything with fucking Terry Funk. Oh, God. And Jane Douglas. Right now, it's starting to pick up. It's starting to fight back. It's a big right hands. Uh, nope. Not enough. Shane Douglas tosses him into the ropes. Reversal. Oh, nice. Uh, Shane Douglas is just a step ahead. Shane Douglas. Every, just... every point of the way. Yep. More groundwork from Shane Douglas. Oh, going to a break. Oh, we got a director's name, Matt Radica. Joey Styles isn't taking the blame for going on break. <laughs> Paul Heyman is pissed off. Why are we going to break? Bonus edition. 60 down, 30 to go. Thanks for that titty shot. Like that? Yeah, yeah that was nice. Thank you. <laughs> Needed that at this point. <laughs> that was Sherry Montel, everybody. As long as you're watching along, you know that. Oh, we got Shane Douglas chopped over the top rope into the guardrail. And Terry Funk follows him out there. We need some outside of the ring action here. Here we go. Oh, we see that this is brought to us by the Sports Channel, Philadelphia. Shane Douglas working the arm. Slam. Yeah, so Terry Funk is basically wrestling with one arm. Yeah. Same just alluded to. All right, yeah. Heyman said he's not ambidextrous. He has just one arm. That's healthy. So he's fucked. So that kind of explains why he was working on the arm on the outside. Yeah. Like five, ten minutes ago. Yeah, much of the much of the moves in the early part of the match. 
headlocked, arm drag, arm holds. Alright, Douglas whacking Terry Funk with the chair here. So, so commonplace in matches in the early 2000s. It's not at that point here. 1994. Just like January of 1994. Still, this is not extreme championship wrestling. This is still just Eastern championship wrestling. They are probably one of the more extreme promotions out there. Outside of some crazy Japanese shit. Yeah, and some matches. Right. Death matches and some, some crap that wasn't on TV. Alright, so Shane Douglas, Terry Funk now back in the center of the ring. Hey, they're fucking, it's like they're starting the match over. There we go. There you go. Start off, arm drag takedown. Boom. There it is. There we go. It's the start of a new match. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> they could have just uh, cut all that other shit out and just played as this from the start. We wouldn't know the difference. Reset. <laughs> Paul Heyman is promoting February 5th show coming up, which is the, the night the line was crossed, which wouldn't be called that until after the fact because nobody knew the line was going to be crossed. Uh, we're going to be covering that here on the Extreme ECW Livecast in four weeks. As the show is bi-weekly, so episode every two weeks. And I can't wait for that because that's the first show that we're going to watch on the network. So it's going to be nice and clean. And everybody can watch along. You don't have to fucking go on daily motion. Nice and easy for everybody. So in four weeks, the night the line was crossed. It'll be a triple threat match. Terry Funk, Sabu, Shane Douglas for the ECW Champion. Ooh, that's nice. Still working on that arm. A little overkill on the arm. Yeah, but, you know, work the, work the spot, work it over. I wish Sherry would be a little bit more involved, but she's, she's not trying to get Shane disqualified. Championship match. That's what we got to remember here. Too involved right now either. So, right. so championship chance kind of control the match too. He doesn't really look threatened at all. What I like about this is that they're actually like the crowd. Maybe is not ready for this, but this is Paul Heyman saying there's going to be real wrestling matches here. Yeah, that's a good point. It's going to be Terry Funk versus Shane Douglas-style matches. Legit champions going to distance. And you're going to get all the other crazy shit in the other matches. And this match could still get crazy in the end, too. But it's got to build. Yep. And kind of what I just said also points out like why Paul Heyman's on commentary here. It's, 
he wants to have the narrative on TV for this whole match. <laughs> it's, it's their biggest match so far. Right. Legit. No, it's so cool that this is, you know, this is our big show that's all, all out there for the bottom line WrestleCast listeners for free and the Book of the Territory listeners. But if you want more of it, you can sign up. This this is exhausting for them, though. Oh my god, yeah. They have to be fucking screaming for oxygen. Fuck, I can't, like, I want a treadmill for a fucking half hour. You don't have to deal with anybody else. You don't have to think. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the, the whole point of, like, actually having to think about what you're going to do, that's exhausting. Never mind the physicality of it. That is ridiculous. People think, oh, if you're in shape, you can do it. No. Your brain's got to be in shape, too. Yeah, it's a, yeah, and it's a different type of in shape. It's right. a different type of cardio. Oh, shit, yeah. You can, you can run for a half hour to an hour. That's fucking one thing. And then you, you play basketball for 20 minutes, and that's fucking, that'll blow you up in five minutes. It's a totally different workout. And then if you are wrestling, doing spots, having to think about a story. Oh, my God. Imagine just being Sherry at ringside. Well, that's yeah, constantly her. pacing around. Yeah. Like, people don't think they have appreciation for this work. A nice fucking drop down toe hold into another arm bar. We're building up here. We're getting we're getting down to the good spot here. We got about 19 minutes in the show. I don't blame Funk for hiding those eyes. The eyes are the mirror to the soul. And right now there is nothing but fear in the eyes of Terry Funk. As Douglas is holding on for dear life himself. But look at Funk, he's wiggling his fingers. He's trying to keep the Hey, we need to get it. We need to get to that crescendo, though. Like we talked about last week on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. There needs to be that point where the fucking fireworks start to blow up. Yeah. They get better budget. <laughs> right. You know, we, we put our blanket down. We, we sat around for about an hour until it gets dark. We're seeing a little bit of sparks, a little bit of fireworks. Where's the fucking... Where's the new fireworks? Where's the grand finale? That's what we need coming up. Because otherwise, I'm not fucking going to Fourth of July next year. <laughs> I'm not going to ECW Arena for the February 5th show that's coming up. If I don't get some fireworks here. What was the crowd just chanting a little while ago? I couldn't hear it. I didn't hear it because I was bullshitting. <laughs> what did it sound like? Not sure. Alright, but we got some good shit going on now. That they're finally outside of the ring. Doing some damage at ringside area. Sherry is distracting the ref by fucking hugging him and you know just fucking wrapping him around. Like look at these. You can get these. Although the referee's like, hey, get your fucking cigarette mouth out of my face. I know you got nice tits and all that, but get out of my face. I got a job. Then there they are, back in the back, and Shane Douglas is wagging Terry Funk with the steel chair. The referee has made his way away from Sherry. Shit goes on here. And I'm at 58 03 
four. Yep. Oh, five. There we go. This fight continues at the entrance area, and they work their way back to the ring. Terry Funk is struggling here. Shane Douglas looks like he's in total control. Terry Funk doesn't look so badass at this point. And... You know, this whole time building up to this match, Terry Funk has been aligned with his few good men, which is the bad breed, or the fucking Ian Axelrod and the uh, the knob jobbers. But they haven't been here yet. So you think they'd get involved at some point. I mean, Sherry's out there. How come fucking Ian and Axel aren't out there? Sherry's doing a good job distracting Terry Funk. Boom! Shane Douglas clotheslines Terry Funk. Nice spot. That's a classic spot. That's a good spot. And it's been redone a lot better than you see it there, but it's a nice early version of it. You let the manager distract it to the corner, and then when you get to that corner, your opponent fucking clotheslines your ass. That's what a good manager does. Hey, what the fuck is Hunter Q. Robbins doing down there? He's got a mic? No, he's uh, down on ringside. I just heard something on the intercom, I thought. Uh, it was, I think it was a time limit. Like, there are ten minutes left in the match. Yeah. Terry Funk just worked Shane Douglas down. Oh, Terry Funk smacking the shit out of Shane Douglas. Oh, chipped off with the rope a little awkwardly there. <laughs> Some injuries happen. Shane Douglas. Yeah. I guess people got cameras in the crowd. Right, what does that guy in the plat have? Is he a time traveler? Uh, that looks like a camera. camera. Uh, is that a cell phone camera? <laughs> like one of those Mandela effects. Somebody who traveled back in time. Oh, he's got a fucking cell phone. <laughs> Nah, it looks like a fucking just regular 93. DD2. Busted open. I didn't see any bleeding moments ago. Looks like Terry Funk's arms busted open. Well, there's a cut on Shane's head we don't see from this angle. That's a lot of blood, so it's got to be Terry's arm. Joey Styles putting this match over big time. All time greatest matches. Shane Douglas is grabbing Funk. Sherry's fucking laying in on Funk also. 
Terry Funk rolled back into the ring, and Shane Douglas gets back in, but he's having a hard time getting in the ring, so he has to roll yeah. underneath the bottom. He's hurting. He's, yep, selling an injury here. Well, he's having a tough time. It looks like he's setting up for a pile driver. Pile driver? I would say pile driver. Let's see. Yep. Oh! oh. Nice pile driver. Textbook. It looks like Terry Funk's arm is busted. Where you can see someone's arm. Two count. Yeah, that's weird. You must have fucking cut it on something that we missed. Oof. out of there. <laughs> He's like, that I was great. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Sherry's out there, though, and she's fucking mauling him. She's choking him. She's got her blood all over her now. Yep. Terry Funk grabs her by the hair. <laughs> That's what you can get. That's what you get. What are, look at her mesh clothes on, too. Just yeah, you want to act like a man, get treated like a man, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Isn't that what, like, uh, people are convicted of domestic assault say? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> she want to... She want to act, like, act a man. like a man. Treat her like I a treat man. her like one. <laughs> yeah, you know, go get me my fucking beer. That's what the Rock and Rebel said. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. It's got a tattooed somewhere. Yeah. And to you new listeners, fuck Rock and Rebel. Go look at his history. That's why we talk that shit. And he also has the Chris Benoit treatment on the network, so is that. But yeah, we, we, this is starting to become a damn good match now. Now that we're getting into this last portion of it. Oh yeah, definitely. We've been hanging in there for a while with this fucking match, but now it's getting good. I would say this is... Together. And Joey Styles hasn't stopped. No, Joey Styles hasn't stopped. Fuck Paul Heyman hasn't stopped. These guys haven't really stopped. Oof. All day. Although Fish you know, from the top rope. did true wrestling where they, they slowed it down. These guys aren't gonna be bouncing around and shit for an hour. Okada versus Omega. They're just gonna do a bunch <laughs> yeah. of fucking dives and jumps and. Oh my god! You know, it's a different time, different wrestling style. And it's good. Makes sense. Sherry helps out a lot, too, because she's always been an X-Factor in the match. Like, oh, what could she do? She's going to do something. But she doesn't. And then she does. So that's a good thing, too. Is the unknown of what could happen with somebody at ringside. Then you also have Terry Funk's Few Good Men. Which is actually a couple of good men. The knob jobbers. Doesn't look like they're doing shit here. No. Well, Terry Funk was just working on the leg of Shane Douglas out there. And now they're back in the ring. And I feel like right now, if Terry Funk just hit another pile driver, this match would be over. Be over, yeah. Well, he tosses him out of the ring, then follows him out and about to hit him with another chair. Oh! 
He just fucking hit Sherry with the chair as they go to break. <laughs> just as they go to break. <laughs> Boom, headshot. <laughs> it's like they weren't supposed to show that, and they fucked up the editing. Like, oh, yeah. we're going to go to break before he hits Sherry. <laughs> and they missed it. Oh, Terry's, uh, Sherry's still, like, fucking getting up, and Terry's wobbling. They both fall. Oh! Yeah, Terry wobbled and just fell on Shane. And it was a two count. They both had their fucking shoulders down. That was a cool little spot. Terry Funk was so tired, Shane's down. He just falls over, lands on his back. He's got his feet covering Shane, so it's like a double count. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. This the end here? Oh! Here's the bottle driver. Oh, I yeah, like I brought him driver. to the middle of the ring. Yep. Right in the center. That's awesome. savvy move. Right. You can't reach the ropes if I move you to the center. This is fucking classic wrestling right here. What a fucking good match to introduce the book in the territory audience to. Southern wrestling style wrestling. Right here. Nobody can shit on this style of match if they're fans of the 80s and early 90s. It's one of the best matches that you don't know about. Love this neck version of the neckbreaker. Yes. Oh, the rude awakening, basically. Yeah. Yep. Reverse neckbreaker. And only a two count, but hey. Lazy, lazy cover. He's tired, though. He's tired. He can't make the cover the right way. That's what happens. Get exhausted. You fucking just try to make the cover. Kick out. I kind of love the idea of Terry Funk just tossing him out. Like, all right, I'm going to fucking toss you out. Alright, so we just got a big jump out of nowhere, I think. Terry Funk tossed Shane Douglas out. But now yeah, they're all like back to the entrance area. Or I just had a stroke and woke up in this <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This we've been watching this for so long, I fucking just woke up drunk. <laughs> like, oh, okay, this match just continued. Okay. But no, there was a hard edit there. So this match probably went a lot longer than it actually is. So they're fighting. Or this is the same... Shit that we saw about a half hour ago. <laughs> they put it back in. But anyway, what's actually happening here is that Shane Douglas is beating on Terry Funk. They're back at the ringside area. And he slammed Terry Funk into the corner post and into the guardrail. And now he's slamming his hip into the into the, yeah, the lower part of the ring apron there. And now they're back in the ring. And Terry Funk is fighting back, trying to gain some momentum. Now we got ropes. Chain drop down. Shoulder block. Douglas down. Terry Funk has no energy. He's about to drop. Boom. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I just love, like, you know, although he's trying to win the match, it shows that, fuck, I'm tired. Yeah. That's real. So you got the, the mental fatigue kicked in. All right. I mean, even if it is reality, like, you actually can't go anymore. It makes you feel like this is a real match. Although. Oh, shit. Shit. Shane Douglas used the ropes. 
Wow. Wow. What a finish there. I have to see that replay. So Terry Funk was oh, going for like a roll-up. <laughs> There's your boys. But then <laughs> but then, Terry, but then uh, Shane Douglas used the ropes to push back and get the pin. And now you got the bad breed in the ring. Paulie's pissed. Paulie's saying give me the belt. I'd like the belt. Why, did, why should you get the belt? And here comes Todd Gordon. Alright, what are we going to get here? Alright. Let's listen to this. Alright, the match continues. Do a big jump ahead. <laughs> big flex. And Paul Heyman is smashing Terry Funk. Man, how long was this match in the arena that night? Holy What's he fuck. doing? Hitting him, like, drill, uh, digging the cell phone into his face, it looked like. He's hitting him with the fucking antenna thing. The rubber antenna. Cherry's kissing him. <laughs> Right, Paul, he runs away from the bad breed. Four minutes. How long is this fucking match? <laughs> this is like a 90 minute match. With all the cuts and the edits that they've made. The crowd's hanging in there. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's probably the best thing that they've actually seen. Wrestling-wise. <laughs> Terry. Like Terry just landed in the ring. <laughs> just like flopped down. <laughs> I, I love that cover Shane's making. There we go. You cover and you actually hold the arm down too by the wrist. Yeah, yeah. Such a good cover. I don't see that much anymore. Terry Funk's looking at him like taunting him. Yeah, Terry Funk's he, busted Is he open. hulking up right now? Oh, yeah, it looks like he's hulking up. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Terry's getting in crazy eye. mode. Like the blood's on the part of that left eye. The announcer just oh, yeah. said three minutes left in the match. Funk is working his way back up. And he's back up. They're on the ropes. Oh! <laughs> Fuck. Sky man, his endless energy. He just fucking jumped on the top rope of his butt and flipped over Shane Douglas. And now you got the bad breed working on Douglas. And Sherry fucking attacks the bad breed. And now they're kicking her in the gut and stomping her. Fucking Sherry knows how to work. <laughs> Two guys beating up a chick. But only Sherry, man. Sherry makes it seem okay. Yeah, she's not like your typical girl. All right. You almost think like, yeah, she could take it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like she'd probably beat them both up. <laughs> right. Right. If she was, she'd fuck either one of them up by herself, like one on one. But she's got double team, so. <laughs> All right, now we go one one on one with Terry Funk and Shane Douglas back in the ring here, blow for blow. I love that little hair grab 
slam the fucking forehead punch. That's real fighting right there. Jay, I do have to say, in totality, this is one of the better old school style wrestling matches I've watched in a long time. I gotta agree with you. I really do. Especially it's really one that picked I've... up for the past like 10, 10 to twelve minutes now. Oh yeah, yeah, we knew that was gonna happen though. Early on, on in the, the one-hour mark of the show, like so, this last this last fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh oh, time is getting. But well, this is great one for this. Left. Shit, yeah. but this is great for this business though that they're able to have this caliber of match on their programming. You know, it's in heading in the right direction at this point. But yes, we're. We're going to be down to about 40 seconds in the match, and Shane Douglas is down, and Sherry's just covering him? Get the fuck up, Sherry. Oh, Sherry tosses Shane back in the ring. 15 seconds. Come on. What the fuck's going to happen here? Better get a finish. See, that's the thing, though, Joey Styles. It doesn't take three seconds. It takes a three count. It's right. different. We don't have time. Draw. <laughs> Alright, so the time ran out. Let us know what happens next week. <laughs> what the fuck? What? They meant that? That's an interesting strategy. <laughs> I gotta tune in next week one way to, to get you to watch next week to find out who the fuck won. Who the fuck won? Well, the fucking should be a rank draw. should be a draw. But even still, the whole thing is like, time was all fucked up the entire match, so how can we believe any of the timing of it? You never even told us how many minutes the match was to start, and now there's all of a sudden a time limit, and it's like, oh, it's 15. And then, like, 10 minutes later, it's 13 minutes. <laughs> so, Unless that's the assumed t uh, time limit for the championship matches. I don't know. Oh, no, we've been watching. That hasn't <laughs> yeah, been shit. <laughs> that, that hasn't come up, so I doubt it. <laughs> right. So, well, I mean, luckily, we're watching the next episode coming up. So, solid match. A fucking lengthy damn match. And... I guess it sucks you in if you, if you really, you know, watched it just like we did. We want to know what the fuck happened. So, we're sucked in, but I, I, I'm kind of pissed. Yeah, we're going to find out. If I had to wait a full week, I would be pissed, but I'm not that pissed because we're about to watch it. <laughs> so, all right, so that was our first episode. That was episode 40 from January 18th, 1994, and we're going to take a quick little break. And we'll be back with episode 41 from January 25th of 1994 for a regular sized episode. And we'll take a little music break like we like to do here. As I said earlier, we're going to play a little Jane's Addiction for you. Ben caught stealing. So take a listen to that. And we'll be right back. Let's go, let's go. 
All right, we're back now for episode 41 of Extreme ECW, or actually Eastern Championship Wrestling. Episode 41 from January 25th of 1994. And we got a regular size episode here. Thank goodness. <laughs> and we're back. So let's get ourselves set up here on the WWE Network. So go to Extreme Championship Wrestling and go to January 25th, 1994. They don't have the numbers anymore, but it is episode 41. And it's a runtime of 42.40 that we have, JV. Yes, sir. All right, so get yourself set up there, and we'll just get right into it as you get set up here. So I'll give you a countdown like normal, three down to one, and I'll say play. Then we'll get right into it, and as you get there, I do want to point out a few things. We're going to have a little mix of things here, so we didn't have that in the last episode. We had a, you had a big match, Shane Douglas versus Terry Funk for the championship, and it ended in a kind of shitty way. And I'm hoping we actually get a fucking result from it. We'll see. I'll be a little dicked off if we don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what they promised us at the end. All right, we'll be back, and next week we'll give you the fucking the ending. But who knows? And uh, but from what I see here in the in the list of the matches, it's Public Enemy versus Donnie Allen and Dwayne Gill, which is Gilberg. Uh, Tommy Dream is going to be in action. Uh, Mr. Hughes make, make, has a match against the debut of Mikey Whipwreck. And then Terry Funk is going to defend the title. So I guess Terry Funk keeps the title. <laughs> Terry Funk defends the title against Pat Tanaka. And then Pat Tanaka in the bad company go up against Kevin Sullivan and Tasmaniac. So, hey, it's a fucking Pat Tanaka day on this episode. So at this point, you should be ready. I'll give you guys the countdown now. Three, down to one. Three, two, one, play. Oh, nice. Oh, the rock and roll music's back. Yes. They're so back and forth the fucking music. I know. Why? What oh, you said it before. Just coming in. Oh, yeah, no, I did. You said it's a lazy fucking guy. <laughs> it's a poor operation. Yeah. This... Like, yeah, I don't need to do this. No one gives a fuck. I'm not being bothered about this. I'm on another project. I'm, I'm actually working on the Ruthless Aggression series right now. Episode 2 <laughs> just got huge numbers. I'm working on episode 3. Fuck ECW. I'm 94 right now. <laughs> Real quick, though, did you watch that? Cause I, I, I want to watch I've watched it. everything. Yep. Have you watched How it? many episodes is it? No, I'm going to watch it. Oh, it's two episodes so far. The first episode is just like the background of how Attitude Era led into the Ruthless Aggression Era. And then the second episode is all about John Cena building up to be John Cena in like Thugonomics. Going through Thugonomics and all that. Prototype from Thugonomics to being the big star. And then next week is, I think, like, he's the evolution. Like a good shit. Here we go. We got Joey Styles 
Terry Funk, a rundown here, so let's uh, lay out for a little bit here and listen to what he has to say. To decide the ECW Heavyweight Championship, but the fireworks didn't stop there last week as my colleague Jay Sully, better him than me, had to interview the public enemy and explain to them that because of the 45-minute time withdraw, their match was bumped until this week's show, and they were none too happy. Oh, it's supposed to happen. Damn it! Talk about fucking here. John Cena. I want to try to get an interview as they come out of the dressing room. We'll try to get a little up close and personal with them and get their feelings <laughs> about this match. Uh, I think they're only moments that away from the room. come now. There we go. All right, Jay Sully with Public Enemy. Closet. They smell like mop water right now. <laughs> Alright, let's listen to them, I guess. And they're about to give us a comment on their match that was taped this week, but it's going to be postponed until next week's television show. Postponed! You guys didn't hear, Matt, hang on here. I, you didn't hear? Oh, no. Shane Douglas and Terry Funk, 45 minutes. Their match filled oh. up the whole show this week. You guys, you're going to wrestle. You're going to get paid. Oh, oh, Johnny, you're, not gonna you're not going to be on TV till next mama. week, guys. What do you mean, postpone? You're still going to wrestle. You're still going to get paid. It's just going to be shown on TV next week. You oh. mean I just carried that new big screen TV on my shoulders 12 blocks through rubble, earthquakes, National Guard chasing me, and they don't bust my own our show, Sully! You're not gonna sell us back, man, weak boy! Hey, 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 hey! This is the ECW, anything goes, but it's on the What I've seen of our booking a territory leader, Mike Mills, I would say he's rock a rock a rock. <laughs> That's not a bad thing, because my uncle's like rock a rock. <laughs> but Mike Mills, as a gimmick, he was an independent wrestler. That was his style, character, was rock a rock. Oh, he, was, he wrestled? Okay. Yep. That's cool. He's actually been in it, you know? His name was... Um, Ah, menace to society. <laughs> menace to society. <laughs> That's funny. Mike Mills. <laughs> but yeah, fucking public enemy just attacked Todd Gordon there. Look at that little shit fucking computer screen there. What the fuck? Alright, so... I don't like how they're shitting on the Shane Douglas-Terry Funk match. Oh, this was supposed to happen last week. So here's this match. Look how great the quality of this is. their decision. Yeah, a lot better. Oh my god, this is like... Is this HD? Where the, yeah, where did they get this footage from? This is one of the... Uh, <laughs> they actually got to post that at one of the episodes. And yeah, they, one of them. <laughs> right, they found the real shit. It wasn't fucking somebody trading tapes online that they had to steal it from. Yeah, it's been ripped like four different times. Right. Look at Dwayne Gill in the... Well, Dwayne Gill was just in the ring. There he is. That's Gilberg. Gilberg. <laughs> wow, that's funny. He had his appearance in ECW. Oh. Oh. Is he in the WWE Hall of Fame yet? 
Oh, he's, no, he's not, but it's got to be. <laughs> he will be. They're running out of names. Now they... I don't doubt that they wouldn't put him in. <laughs> right, exactly. But how about that, though? He's even a jobber in ECW. <laughs> I can't believe somebody posted bail for these two animals. They belong in a cage, perhaps in a zoo. Or I would buy a Public enemy. We've seen him here through good part of 93. Here we are in 94. I remember thinking in 95, 96, maybe it's going to change, but I thought they were like badasses. They don't seem too badass. Um, they, 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 they seem scary, though. No, right, like, no, they the seem gimmick like, like is... they're ready to fight, you know what I mean? Right, I get that. But they're kind of comedic, too. Yes, but I mean, like, the tables and the blood, and, like, they're not totally there oh, yet. Oh, oh. Well, the, thought, they ain't there as a whole yet, though, right? How, that, how long are they here for? Oh, they're around... They're like lifers, no? No, because they go to... WWC. They go to WCW. They go to WWF. They're the first. They're one of the first teams, the first wrestlers to actually make it to WWF. But they're not considered to be great workers, <laughs> so that's why they get let go. They did have a considerable amount of time in. Those be around. Does workers mean like ring work or does that mean like attitude? Yeah. No, ring workers and like keeping people safe. Oh, okay. Or, and on top of that, even like getting along with like what the book is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It sounds, it seems like it would be more, um, because I don't know, they don't look like sloppy workers. Like, they oh, look like good oh, really? Like oh. workers is like ring work. Yeah, their work looks fine to me. Novice eyes, like, alright. Don't look like hitting people fucking on the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Sometimes I try to pay attention, but yeah, I, I don't know what exactly I should be looking for. Alright. A lot of times it'd be like somebody gets injured because of their, mo their own selves. Yeah. Dwayne Gill. Still tired. <laughs> Still out there. He hasn't been in the ring in like three minutes. <laughs> Look at him. He's fucking exhausted. <laughs> he's really putting over public enemy. Well, that's why he stayed in the business so long, I guess. Yeah. That's why he, he was able to be Gilbert. <laughs> Anybody could shave their head and be Gilbert. But they picked him. Yeah. Oh, fine. Nice. Cool. We're going to see. This is what I love about jobber matches. Is that you get the highlight, the finishing move. Rock or Rock just fucking took the splash. Back splash off the top rope. Well, if it was a competitive match, you wouldn't see that. They would just be fighting to get the win. Yep. That's the good thing about Alvin matches or enhancement talent matches. That you show off the talent of the star. Get them over. 
Alright, let's listen to this. Jay Sully and Todd Gordon. You've got a very special ruling concerning the earlier actions of the public enemy here in the ECW locker room. Todd, are you okay? Let's forget about that and let's just get on with it. I contacted the NWA Board of Governors, as is their mandate, whenever an official, whether it's referee or myself, has hands placed upon him as I did tonight by the public enemy. And I'll tell you what the... Oh, my favorite homeboy, Mr. Commission oh, Mr. Gentlemen, I've got some bad news for you. That's right, very bad news no, for you. No, you're going to jail. Oh, no, 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 you're not going to jail. No, no jail? No, you're not going to jail. Oh, so suspended oh, again. Oh, no, 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 you're not suspended. Not suspended? No, 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 I'm going to waive that suspension, and what I'm going to do is put you two in a match. February 5th, no rules. Oh, no rules. No rules. Like no rules. You sure no rules? Oh, yeah, no. But not five foot ten. Two wrestlers, six foot Whoa. ten. The Bruise Brothers. Oh, the Bruise Brothers. Shit, yeah, we haven't seen the Bruise Brothers yet. The Bruise Brothers. Yeah. Ron and Ron Harris. The Bruise, the Bruise Brothers. Brothers. The guys that were too violent for yeah, the Smoky, Smoky Mountain, Mountain Federation. But not too violent for ECW. Oh, Johnny, what are we going to do to <laughs> big old? They're going to get their ass kicked. What That's going to happen. Johnny. Can you call the police, maybe? Oh, suspension ain't so bad. <laughs> he Mr. wants to get suspended. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. What timer? Uh, is it a time Fly check? Girl Arena got away with Rocco. And Man. we can too. No, brothers, you may be big. You may be bad. They say the bigger you are, the harder you fall. And if we ask you, Bruce Brothers, you'll say you hardly ever fall. But you do fall. One way or... Matt, 11, 23, 24. All right, All right, we're no, back we're with more right, cool. NWA I didn't want to say it during that promo, but that was a yeah. good promo. Man, that's going to be uh, the big show that we're going to cover next month. The night the line was crossed. So Smoky Mountain is aligned with Eastern Championship Wrestling at this point. Bullshit. Who the fuck's Dr. Disaster? Dr. Disaster versus Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer's wearing some fucking sequin cape. Who the fuck is this guy? I don't even know... If I can find any information about this guy, I don't know. Disaster. Nobody knows who this is. Doc Disaster. Let's see. Can't find anything about him. <laughs> Alright, so we know Tommy Dream is going to win this match, but let's see what fucking happens here. <laughs> I would think it would be somebody that's been around. Tommy Dream looks great. As always. Yeah, I mean, he's like peak of his career as far as like, as far as like a human, you know, 24 or whatever, 25. Yeah. 
And this for him is an enhancing match too because he's already been in great matches with Shane Douglas. Yeah. Uh, this is just a way to show off his talent, get, get an easy win. Which, this is what this episode seems to be. What do you mean, like putting uh, put over some new guys, yeah, like who the stars are? Put over the stars. Yeah, yeah. Establish like identities. Yeah, exactly. Which is what Kane. TV shows should do. Kane's are boss. Yeah, bang. Is that? They said Kane's are are strong. Like a good cane, you know what I mean? That's holding up someone's body weight. All right, whacked one of those. I don't know whacked one of cane, but I think it would really hurt. This one by like another adult. <laughs> I feel like it volumes down a little bit. Is it? Maybe. Nice fucking hit by Tommy Dreamer. Fuck is this doctor disaster? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I love that AC blowing that ECW sign in the wind. <laughs> it's all nasty dust falling on the crowd. He was just biting his face. Snap suplex from Tommy Dreamer onto this overselling doctor disaster. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. gonna turn over and over again. Why are you covering your face when you're about to get your nuts hit? <laughs> Cover your nuts, fuckhead. <laughs> yeah, no shit, huh? Your hands are free. Ugh. Do a, do a sit-up, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Big right hand. Not all each other. Yeah. Shitty exchange going on in the ring. Tommy Dream wants to give him a sleeper. Is that going to be his move? Million Dollar Dream? Yep, it's a Million Dollar Dream. Yeah. Oh! There we go. Is that called the Dream Weaver? Yeah. Ooh, Dream Weaver. I believe I get you through now. That's like a recent song, no? Nah, that's from like fucking 90 or something. 89. Yeah, that seems recent to me. Seems recent? Yeah. The first time I ever heard that song was in Wayne's World. No, so like 1989 seems recent. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how those years... It's like the 40s or 50s, you know, which is basically yeah. what I was trying to get at. <laughs> oh, fuck, Mikey Whipwreck. There we go. There he is, making his debut. Jason has Mr. Hughes, the sexiest man on earth. Now, I was hoping to get Mikey Whipwreck on this show, because a while back when we first started it, he had said he would be on our show. But yeah. well, he started a podcast of his own. 
Oh, he's probably like, yeah, fuck yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> oh. Good for Mikey. He has his own show now. He's covering ECW shit. It's a good show. Still like to have him on here. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. He's got a tough match right here now. This must have been fun. Against Mr. Hughes. And at this point, Mikey Whipwreck is the fucking jobber. Yeah, yeah. But he's trying to do some style. He's got his little dragon shirt, and, which becomes his, like, calling card to wear those style shirts. This guy's going to... Mikey's going to get fucking crushed here. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Mr. Hughes. Hey, so dress, what the... Dressing in dress pants and suspenders and dress shoes? Or are those boots? Does he have wrestling boots on? I think he's wearing fucking, like, Nikes. <laughs> like his fucking lawnmower shoes. It's got to suck wrestling in Dockers. Mikey, apparently, was, like, ring crew. He was just building the ring. and Oh, wow. Yeah, they needed somebody... He straight climbed the ladder. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Yep. He became a fucking ECW champion, as we'll get to at some point. Yep. And he's going to team up with Cactus Jack later this year. He fucking wrestles Steve Austin, as we did in a uh, watch-along episode on the Bottom Line Wrestling cast. Oh, he, this guy fucking works his way up from the fucking gutter. Gutter. For those non-New England fans out there. Man, Mr. Hughes doesn't even let him go. He's just holding on. Backbreaker, backbreaker, backbreaker. He only stopped because he fell down. <laughs> Mr. Hughes, man. Getting slapped sucks. Eh, shut up with this Undertaker. That's the huge shit. Joey Styles is selling the fact that Mr. Hughes like body slammed the Undertaker at Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get him an A for effort. Yes, yes, yep. Gonna sell how big this guy was. Oh, there's plenty of good shit probably in WCW. Yeah. I mean, at this point, they're just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks, so. Yeah. It's the way to go if Mr. Hughes can make something of it. Oh! Then. Like, that's crazy. Oh, you're right. That was a great sidewalk slam. And boom. Mikey Whipwreck takes the fucking loss there. Tossed out of the ring. But it like, would be nice tell, if we could. You could tell get... Mikey Whipwreck was, like, athletic, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he, like, he does a great job taking those big moves. It would be nice, though, if uh, if we ever get Mikey on here. Let's see. Hey, what'd you think in that first match when you get your ass kicked by Mr. Hughes? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Let's watch that match again. Do you remember most of this? I'm sure you would. Yeah. How do you remember your first match? Uh, you remember your first base uh, baseball game? No. All right. Uh, I guess now that's different, I guess, because now that's like passionate, the wrestling and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, he built up to that. That became his life. Yeah. Baseball didn't become my and, life, unfortunately. And it's recorded, <laughs> so he's probably watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. 
So no, you're right. Yeah. How do you forget your first match? <laughs> All right, let's listen to Terry Funk again. Got some time to watch Terry Funk. That you can be proud of. Let it be that you walked out of here and let this man fight his own battle by himself. Well, Funk is obviously playing a mind game with bad company, both Tanaka and Diamond. I doubt it will work. Both Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka, a couple of ring veterans, a lot of savvy between them. Of course, neither one of them with the experience of Terry Funk and Terry Funk. All right, so apparently we don't know what the fuck happened last week. I guess Terry Funk regained the title. And it made sense because the bell rang, so should have been a draw. Terry Funk retains the title. Uh, the whole selling of the end of it is, I don't know, we'll tell you next week, but... Yes. They didn't show us any footage of it, but we may have talked over it in the beginning. <laughs> I I may have talked over it in the beginning. But here we are now is Terry Funk is defending the ECW Championship against Pat Tanaka. Oh man, Pat Tanaka. A bad company. The Orange Express. And from the Massachusetts penal system. <laughs> which I guess he owed uh, some uh, payments. I'll support. It's one thing you can ever run. Death taxes and child support. <laughs> if you have to pay that. <laughs> You pay oh, that you he's do. living the rest of the life. You, you fuck somebody, get him pregnant, and leave, and then think he doesn't have to pay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go fuck somebody that you know I met at Kowloon. <laughs> then, oh, never see him again. Nah, comes back, man. Yeah, you're on TV. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's even harder nowadays. Terry Funk is just tossing him around. Pat Tanaka is wearing a fucking boot. Like a... <laughs> One boot. Yeah. Not, no, not like just a boot. Wrestling boot, but a boot. like Yeah, like a motorcycle boot or something. I mean like a protective boot. Uh, where, where'd it go? On his right foot. Terry Funk like it was on when he came back in the ring. Let's see. On the outside, it was easy to see. Terry Funk working him there. Referee breaks it. Pat Tanaka has his tag team partner outside doing jack shit for him. Paul Diamond. The, uh, at the former Cato. And the former Max Moon. Many people often confuse Conan being the first Max Moon, which he was, but it was never televised. So it was always Paul Diamond that was on WWF TV as the Max Moon. Conan only appeared in dark matches as Max Moon. And Conan was like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here, I'm going back to Mexico. 
And then Conan never got hired again by WWF because he said fuck that. <laughs> I've heard of that. Grudges that they hold. Yeah. You can't really hold grudges in business. When, I don't know. When your life is your business. Right. Like, especially, you wanna, like, especially later. When he gets over yeah. as a big star. Like, he was the biggest star in Mexico. And they're like, yeah, fuck it. It's Mexico, so nobody cares. But then when he gets over in WCW as, like, this fucking Leva La Raza, they still didn't fucking care. Like, what? Are you dumbasses? They're just they're stubborn, oftentimes, in WWF. WWE. Yep. Yeah, nah, we already said no, and we're not going to give in. So that's why Shane Douglas never ended up going back. Because he was like, fuck you guys, I'm out. And then when he broke through in ECW, like, ass, screw you. You're just big there. You're not going to be big here. You're going to be real dickheads. Corporate America. Oh, shit. Taz is out there. Kevin Sullivan's out there. Terry Funk's in a ring. He's rolling up Pat Tanaka. And we get a one count, but I guess that's the three count. <laughs> Didn't see the whole count. Well, Terry Funk re retains his championship. But we got a brawl going on outside the ring. It's the bad company. Taz. Oof. This looks like a fucking Ninja Turtles sewer. <laughs> sewer. Man, it just shows up screaming. Yeah. Fuck, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Maddie just fucking screamed my fucking house. Said, Shut the fuck up. I yeah, Maddie scared. in my house. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's listen to Paul here. Dangerously, last week you had this human being. He was so hard. He was gigantic. He was the biggest human being. What is his name and where did he come from? Well, what his name is, Maddie in the house, is quite irrelevant. But his job here in the ECWC, that is significant. This is the man that's in charge of cranking Sapu up and keeping him in his cage, locked away until February 5th, putting his hand into the cage, feeding him. What? What is this guy's name? Where did he come from? And what's he going to do? Doing ECW. Hey, don't ever take that tone with me. I didn't also fuck you up, Paul Heyman. He might be a little scared of you. You're no rough. Neck. Got a rough neck. Got to get a rough neck. Nine one one is like beefed up, fucked up, Jake Roberts. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's bigger, Jake Roberts. And more fuck. You see, on February 5th, let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. Sabu is going to take to this match against Terry Funk and Shane Douglas. Three-way match. Three superstars. Three men that have each held the ECW title. And he's going to walk into the ring on February 5th. A man possessed. Maddie in the house got like a modern day beer game. His beer's like modern. Who's the man? Before you ever get a chance to be the franchise, you're going to be out. Out of the ECW, out of the NWA, out of professional wrestling for good. And as for you, big man, let me just tell you something. When we first brought you here to handle Sabu, when we first wanted you to personally tie Sabu, chain him up to the gurney, when we wanted you to wheel him out to the ring, when we wanted you to do all this. 
these jobs. I did not realize that you had what it took to be inside you to be a professional wrestler. I did not realize that you were as big as you were, as bad as you were. I did not realize you were invincible. I did not realize that you were invulnerable. I did not realize that you were indestructible. I did not realize that you were impervious to pain. And to tell you the truth, a man that has to keep Sabu tied down, chained down until February 5th to harbor all that aggression, to unleash then that violence on February 5th, that has to be to contain Sabu until February 5th when that explosion will happen. That has to be the toughest job in the state of Pennsylvania. No. That has to be the toughest job in the entire Northeast. No. That has to be the toughest job in the ECW. As a matter of fact, it must be the toughest job in the wrestling world. As a matter of fact, big man, that has to be the toughest job in the world. Not my world. Oh, you see Maddie in the house. You see everybody out there. What it boils down to is this. On February 5th, I will unleash this man in the ECW arena. And I will also let you know what his name is. But on February 5th, I promise you this, Terry Funk. I promise you this, franchise Shane Douglas. Sabu is going to give the most awesome display of violence ever perpetrated in the history of professional wrestling. There you go. Paul Heyman oh. just builds up a new character I like that. A, fight with that dude. a fucking guy that was fucking a bouncer. <laughs> just took him and made him a superstar. Damn good. He'll be 911, and he's been around for a while as Sabu's handler. We've been talking about him for a while. I've referred to him as 911 the whole time that he's been around. Here we go. We got a fucking tag team match here. Is this what this is? A tag team match? Yeah, it's the bad company. It looks like, yeah. Against Kevin Sullivan and Taz. Dwayne Gill. <laughs> Dwayne Gill's back. Look how big he is compared to Donnie Allen. <laughs> Donnie Allen seemed like a normal-sized wrestler before. But fucking this Gilberg. <laughs> Donnie Allen's like a fucking munchkin. Dwayne Gill's hair should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, that's funny. Bad Company says, no, guys, you're out of here. We're going to have the match. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And so there it is, impromptu match. Non-title match, as Joey Styles just said. Pat Tanaka is like star of this episode. He's all over it. Man, a woman. Oh, so what I was going to say before, when we were talking about the Dream Weaver. That, uh, Tommy Dreamer hit. Hey, we gotta play that at the end of this episode now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Oof. Chair shot. Chair shot. Good block. I like how he tried to block it with his arm. Well, you should be always blocking. And that's what I like about chair shots. Like, you should be protecting your face. And then, yeah. You know, if it hits your hands, that hurts too. Fuck it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Ooh, throw. If you can't use your hands, then what the fuck? That sucks. Just as much. Hatsunok is out there with fucking like shit ass pants on. He's being lazy, man. Well, Diamond's tagged in. He's working on Kevin's all back. 
I wish Kevin Sullivan was cutting more promos at this point. He's done shit. I would like to see a Kevin Sullivan Taz promo. Kevin Sullivan's all fucking nuts. Maybe like training Taz a little bit to cut a promo. But I don't see any of that. Just they come out like kids. Oh, I'm going to go crazy and a woman's going to grab my eyes. Oof. It's not cool. No. Taz looks like a fucking mini-man compared to Paul Lyman. <laughs> <laughs> fucking huge DDT on his ass. <laughs> crazy, though. Oh, Taz looks crazy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh fucking Tanaka's here. Still not doing Gil level. No. Awesome. <laughs> oh, nice suplex. Nice. That's a great suplex. Holy shit. Taz fucking hits a suplex. He knows how to do it. That's his specialty. Oh, shit. There they go. They're saying that now? That's big time right there. Because that was just called a Tasmanian suplex machine. That will go on to be his big fucking name. Suplex machine. He's the original suplex machine. Or Brock Lesnar. It was Taz. I love the headbutt. Headbutt's great. Kevin Sullivan is a relentless worker. Speaking of headbutts, taking headbutts, one wrestler from our local area that just passed away, Nick Steele. Very good guy. Wrestler in this New England area. And I didn't know him that well, but this time is going out with him. He's a fun guy, and he'd fucking headbutt you. If you, if you liked it and he was having fun with you, he'd fucking headbutt you. And this fucking big brute of a wrestler fucking headbutt me, and I was like, all right, I'm fucking taking it. Boom, headbutt. <laughs> I never met him, but I've only heard good things about him. And I'd seen him wrestle when he was good. It's fun to watch him wrestle. Yeah, he is a world champion of top rope from promotions, which used to be Yankee Pro Wrestling, which has brought up many big stars that are currently wrestling, like Vinny Marcellia, C.K. Orion. He's all been a part of training them, too, along with Ryan Drew. Good to point that out when you bring up Kevin Sullivan giving headbutts. That made me think of Nick Steele. Yep. He said his head bounced off the canvas like a basketball. <laughs> Joey Styles. Good commentary. And here's Paul Diamond back in the ring. Oh, Paul Diamond's in the ring looks awesome. like he's dealing with little kids. <laughs> yeah, he does. That Kevin Nash? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Paul Diamond's probably like, what, 6'4"? Imagine yeah. Kevin Nash in the ring like that. That's the thing. When you watch like ECW at this point, 
Now they get 911, so that's a huge fucking dude. But when you're watching this with nobody that big, or you watch even today, like AEW, there's nobody that big. But when somebody with the show up, be like, holy fuck, everybody's so tiny. And it just ruins everybody else. Because there's nobody that big. It doesn't mean that the talent's not good. It's just like, holy shit. Which, in this match, it would be great to see, like, these small guys, Taz and Kevin Sullivan, pull it out over this bigger guy, Paul Diamond. Just the show. No, it doesn't matter how fucking big you are. No! No way. Diamond pinned Taz. They got the win, but Kevin Sullivan was about to pull him off. And in general, that would cause a break of the count, but not in this case. Taz fucking hits a nice suplex. I just love how he's continuously doing a suplexes. Yeah. That's showing off his fucking style. Look at so that. much energy, too. Look at that. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, ooh. That looks sloppy. Ooh. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. Like, what? No. You can't have a shorter guy give a fucking power drive at the tall guy. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Especially from the top rope. From with assistance. That works when Kevin Sullivan gives a sit-down on his own. What does this mean? And just sits back on his ass. But when you have one guy setting up for a pile driver waiting for another guy to spike, that's not good at all. Well, I guess it worked. All Diamond survived it. But they're selling the injury. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're selling How we off. Oh, Tommy Dream is out there. Hey, this is great because that seemed like shit. They shouldn't have done that. That's awesome. Okay, let's Let's listen. Here's what we're going to do. Let's go ahead. Let's do the interview with Pat. We'll forget the music video. I'll find a way. If I got to do it myself, we'll get the interview down the master control before the hour's over. We'll get it in. All right, your mic is hot. Let's get ready to do the interview. Everyone set? Ready? In three, two, one. Joey, your microphone's hot. Go. Pat, Pat, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I understand you're at the hospital right now with Paul. How's he doing? Well, I tell you what, I don't know how he's doing, but I know one thing, he ain't doing good, and it's really making me mad. I hate the hospitals, I hate waiting around, he's sitting here hurt, and they're asking his name and his social security, what is going on here? Well, uh, I, I hate to ask this question, but is he going to be able to wrestle? I mean, February 5th was a... There's no way he can make it on the 5th. Well, I don't Pat, believe her even asking something like that, Styles. Pat, I'm sorry, but I mean, you gotta realize this is your big opportunity. You and Paul had a shot at the ECW Tag Team Championship. You guys haven't worn the championship belts since you were back in the AWA. What does this do now? Your title shot's out the window. It ain't out no window. As we were riding in that ambulance, Paul told me one thing to remember. He said, Pat, don't get mad, get even. And I tell you what, I'm gonna get even. You can count on that. 
Well, Pat, if you're going to get even with Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac with the blessing of Paul Diamond, you're going to need help. You're going to need a substitute partner on the fifth. You're right. And I tell you what, I just listened to that interview that Kevin Sullivan just did, and I'll tell you, when he talks about my father the way he did, my father just passed away. What kind of man would say anything about my father? He was a good man. But I'll tell you something else. You know, it just burns me up that something like this would be said about my father. You know, but I'll tell you a little story that happened. You know, a long time ago, my father and, and Eddie Graham, they made a main event match. Now, the main event match with this certain person against Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan was so scared, he ran out of the building, he ran out of Florida, he ran out of the country because of this man. And the same man that was on the card that night that scared Kevin Sullivan so bad is going to be my partner. Well, uh, Pat, you want to let me in on this secret? Who, who's the man that scared Kevin Sullivan out of the country? You really want to know? Yeah, I'm dying to know. Our viewers are dying to know. Well, I tell you, it's the one, the only, the original, Sheik. The, the Sheik? So tell that to Kevin and Taz. Well, you just heard it. There you go for the ECW Tag Team Championship Saturday night, February 5th. Kevin Sullivan in the test meeting with woman has to contend with Pat Tanaka and his substitute partner, the Sheik. All right, so fucking apparently Paul Diamond is out of commission. Yep. And that was questionable because I kind of believed that. Oh, fuck, you might be injured. <laughs> I like the... Uh... Pat Tanaka promo. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Especially, you know, being on the phone and not having to be something that was his face on a screen. <laughs> Joey Styles could help push it a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Set up a, a new match for the show that's coming up February 5th, which is going to be the night the line was crossed that we're going to cover in a month. So in four weeks here on the Extreme ECW Livecast, we'll cover that in its entirety from the WWE Network version. But in two weeks, we'll we'll do the next two episodes, which will lead to that and kind of overlap that, but they don't give much away on the episode right after the February 5th show. So, hey, that was fucking kind of fun. You know, we got a mix of things going on there. You had Public Enemy and all the bullshit that they're doing and causing chaos for Todd Gordon. And you had Tommy Dreamer, you know, just getting involved with Dr. Disaster. You had that going on. You got the debut of Mikey Whipwreck and getting crushed by Mr. Hughes. Terry Funk defends his title against Pat Tanaka. Then you go on, we have this uh, bad company. Kevin Sullivan, Tasmaniac, but we got some great shit from Taz here. It's yeah. Like a, it was like a breakout for Taz, I would say. With all the suplexes. Just great shit there. And you could say that he fucking took out Pat Tanaka's partner, Paul Diamond. And now the Sheik is going to be taking his place, which is Sabu's uncle, I think. Pretty sure that's what the relation is between Sabu and Sheik. Sheik is the uncle. 
So that'll be set up for the big show that's coming up in a few in a couple weeks. At this point, it's two weeks, but we'll be covering it in four weeks, as I said. Move on now to the Extreme ECW Livecast wrap-up here. So, I just gave you a little rundown. Next week is up uh, in two weeks. I was fucking say that. <laughs> next week. I feel like it should be next week, but it's two weeks on this show. And in two weeks, we'll cover episodes 42 and 43, February 1st and February 8th, 1994. Leading up to the night the line was crossed. And then... Two weeks following that, we'll do our third Supercard special, The Night the Line Was Crossed, from February 5th, which all these programs are building up to. Then also, make sure you check us out on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, which is going to be episode 63 this week. And we're going to cover a long period of time. We're going to be covering April through September of 2000. And that's the later part of Austin's hiatus. And he's going to be coming back in September. So we're just going to give a little recap of what happened in the WWF around that time. And then when he comes back at Unforgiven 2000. So that's coming up this week on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Also, want to give us some uh, social media plugs here. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm like Prue at MPRU83. JV is at John Van Damage. Called Extreme live cast we're at extreme cast and if you want to follow the bottom line wrestling cast it's at bottom line cast so with that said jv anything else um no nothing all right guys so thanks for listening booking the territory listeners for the first time many of you it is the first time so hopefully i hope you enjoyed it and hope it stands up to your standards of booking the territory. I know we're not as nasty as Hard Body Hopper, <laughs> but it's pretty damn good, in my opinion. It holds up as being pretty unprofessional at times. So check it out. We have all those episodes available on the Booking the Territory Patreon feed, $5 tier. Plenty of episodes, and we'll just keep it going. So join in the fun. It's 1994. We're going into 95. We're getting into the real good shit of ECW over the next year. So join in. Support the fucking book in the territory army. And you're going to get plenty of shit besides this. So just do it. It's fun. And I'm glad you guys listened and had a good time. And also check us out on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. It's not all just about Austin. A lot of WWF action that we talk about from the late 90s at this point in early 2000s. So check that out also. All right, guys. So JV had nothing else to say, so we're out of here. So, <laughs> so long.
Dream. 